You're listening to Transcend Your Dichotomy, the podcast where we explore and expose the illusion that being a successful entrepreneur is at odds with our deepest desires, our truest selves, or the impact we're after. I'm Brooke Monahan, and it's my hope that this podcast will inspire you to let go of what you think you should do and embrace your very own transcendent vision. So I had a different episode, actually, already recorded, planned, set up, ready to go out. I have a to-do list that is too long this morning. Um, It is Monday, so the day before this episode is going to go out, and um, here I am (laughs) recording this episode instead because this whole weekend... I have, things have just been coming together in such a way. And um, there's something that I really want to talk to you about. And what it is, is that I think that at the root of everything that I do, um, there's a difference in the way that I think about entrepreneurship that I can kind of put my finger on from the time that I was really, really young, actually. And if you enjoy this podcast and what I'm all about, I'm guessing that it's because of this difference. And so I want to put my finger on it and go a little deeper with it. And um, I have no outline for this episode. I'm just going to put it out there and we'll see how long we end up chatting about it for. So the difference is that I believe that what I am here to sort of help people do and to speak to is this idea of entrepreneurship as a creative pursuit rather than a business endeavor as a creative pursuit. And I don't think that this is um, unique to me at all. I think that this is why books like The Artist Way are really popular with um, entrepreneurs. I think that it's why many of us um, speak to or find ourselves kind of feeling more spiritual as we start to work on our businesses. And I think that the reason for that is because we feel like there's something like in us that is needing to be put out into the world or there is a certain life that we want to create and that entrepreneurship just ends up being the way that we're going to do that. Um, So I don't think that this is unique to me, but what I've realized recently is that so many of the things that I speak to when working with my clients and even in this podcast are things that artists speak to and um, writers and people who have a vision of what it is that they want to create and have to go through this sort of creative process of like just listening to whatever that calling is and moving forward for that vision despite the external factors that 
can make it really difficult to do so. And I think that with with entrepreneurship, one of the things that I kind of I was talking to my husband about this actually um, yesterday. Something that I find so interesting is that you know if you think about like an artist, somebody who literally just creates art for a living. How do you, what's the difference between being an artist and being an entrepreneur, right? If you're just, if you are spending your time creating art and then selling your art and you have a business doing that, then where do you draw that line? Where do you draw the line between a writer, someone who is, um, you know, spending their time writing and they're not an employee, right? And they're getting paid for that writing and they're putting that out into the world. How do you, where do we decide that someone is a writer versus an entrepreneur or an artist versus an entrepreneur? And the reality of it is that entrepreneurship is a sort of channel for being able to free ourselves up to create what it is that is within us that we're feeling called to create because in the situation that we are in in modern society right in order for us to be able to spend our time doing it we need to make a profession out of it that's kind of the only way that it works right and I've been thinking about this a lot because I'm realizing that this is sort of why none of the business advice that I was collecting and listening to and reading and just desperately consuming, looking for the answer for how I was going to do this. This is why none of it got me anywhere. Um, from the time that I was 15 to like 28. Um, Because all of that advice is about the money-making side and about how to do business the right way. And the reality is that I wasn't feeling called to entrepreneurship to make money. I had ways to make money already right? I was feeling called to entrepreneurship because I was feeling called to create something new, um, to sort of free myself up to be able to, um, live as just like a creative being. And I don't think that it's a surprise that, I, as somebody who never in my life considered myself spiritual at all, sort of started going down this path and realized like something, I'm following something here. Like I'm listening to something and I'm following some sort of path, some sort of knowing, some sort of something that I'm, that is like in me, that I'm trying to figure out what it is. And what is that? Like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) And, you know, as I've spent more time with it, I've realized like when people now speak about, you know, spirituality and having some sort of kind of request from some 
higher power or whatever. I mean, I don't know where that's coming from, but I know exactly what the fuck they're talking about. You know, like I know when something is for me and when something isn't for me. And it's not simply about preferences. It's not simply about being comfortable. It's not simply about liking something or not liking something. It's about it fitting with this sort of like, like nagging urge that is like in my soul. And I think that what's going on here when I, you know, speak to business advice that can kind of fuck us over, I think that part of what's going on here is that it, that sort of advice is advice that distracts us from that nagging sort of intuitive knowing of what it is that we're supposed to be spending our energy on. And if we spend all of our energy on just trying to figure out how to do things right and make money, then we're business owners. But are we really, you know, following through on the creative pursuit that we are here for? And, you know, I think that when we think about artists and writers and some of our like greatest thinkers, right? Who don't, maybe don't consider themselves entrepreneurs, but really are. We can look at the ways that they've changed the world, like that they've changed the course of thought, that they've changed, they've inspired other people to create something that was within them, um, that they have um, impacted the world in a big way. And it's no surprise to me that I end up working with people who really, really need. It's not even it's not even a want. It's a need their business to be a force for good and need their business to have a certain impact and will not move forward if they don't feel that what they're doing is needed in the world. Um, it's no surprise to me because... I think that that might be part of the difference between those of us who can sort of just take the internet marketing guru advice and run with it and feel like, okay, yeah, this is this is cool because I'm doing it right and I'm making money and I'm doing business the right way versus those of us who are like, that's not it. That's just not it, right? It just doesn't, like, I just can't get myself there. And I've realized... Um, Actually, this morning I was like brushing my teeth and it's just, it's so interesting to me um, to think back on the time in my life when I was, you know, driving to to work to my retail job where I was a, a manager of a store or even when I was an assistant manager, listening to these like leadership podcasts and entrepreneurship podcasts and like just soaking in this information and bringing it to my work um, in these stores where, you know, nobody else, I mean, certainly nobody else that I fucking know of was like studying on how to be better at their retail job. And it wasn't that I was like studying because I wanted to be better at my retail job. What it really was, was that that sort of um, discussion 
just, I, for some reason, I just was always drawn to it and just really, really enjoyed absorbing it and practicing it. And oftentimes, what would happen is I would be driving to work and I would have this sort of feeling of just extreme anxiety. Like I was always, like my ride to work was always met with this feeling of like impending doom and this fear of someone like dying or me dying (laughs) Um, and it being over. And now I have that same sort of feeling in my stomach sometimes in the morning. And it's like the same physical sensation, but I'm not scared anymore. And I really, truly, as I was reflecting on it more this morning, I really, truly think that the reason for that is because all of those years, I had this anxiety that like things were going to end and I wasn't going to do what I was supposed to be doing. Like I wasn't going to live my full life because part of me living my full life is for me to recognize whatever the fuck this thing is that won't leave me alone and explore it and create it and just trust that like that's what I need to be fucking spending my time on and it's going to work out. Like it, the rest of it is going to figure itself out. I'm going to figure it out. I have figured everything out up until this point. And all that I need to do is like, listen to this thing that won't leave me the fuck alone. Stop telling myself that, and I don't do this anymore, but at the time, like stop telling myself that like it's a phase or I'm not going to follow through and it's going to be like everything else. All of those other things that I didn't follow through on before in my life were things that I chose for reasons that certainly were not, um, you know, heeding some sort of like inner calling or some sort of greater calling, right? And as I listen to a lot of the podcasts that I listen to now and I read, um, you know, from a lot of these amazing like thinkers and um, personal development uh, books and um, psychologists and Uh, people who are sort of reflecting on this kind of process that I'm kind of obsessed with, which I think that we oftentimes think of as personal development. um, I'm realizing that like, it's not really personal development. What it really is, is the creative process. I was listening to an interview with Brene Brown and Sarah Lewis on the Dare to Lead podcast, and they were talking about surrender And the importance of that as being part of the creative process and the importance of failure as part of the creative process and the excitement that comes right after failure. Um, That sometimes right after failure, there's this sort of wiping clean and this starting fresh and this excitement that comes along with it. I totally fucking get that. Like that speaks to me in a way that Amy Porterfield will never hit. Um, Because... To me, my business is a creative pursuit. I am surrendering to whatever the fuck I know I need to do next to just explore whatever the hell this voice is that won't leave me the fuck alone that's just telling me what direction to go in. And I think that so much of my work, I'm realizing now, is to, I mean, first of all, like, 
when I speak to dichotomy, when I speak to transcending the dichotomy, transcending your dichotomy, I think that part of what I'm getting at here is like, there is that that inner something in you. There's who you really are and what you really desire and, and your sort of guiding force. And then there's all of this fucking business advice. And this feeling like you need to jump from what's already in you to the advice to make it work. And that those two things are opposing forces. That's the bullshit. We got to stay on the fucking like inner voice path. Because otherwise, for those of us who see this as a creative pursuit, for those of us who see entrepreneurship as simply a channel for us to be able to put out into the world what we are feeling called to put out into the world and create the life that we have envisioned, to take this sort of thing that we've been imagining, this vision that we have, and make it real, there's only one way to do that. And it requires us to ignore all of the advice that is ultimately telling us to ignore that, ultimately telling us to ignore what's within us and follow the rule book. Because when we're following the rule book, we are depleting all of our energy. We're spending all of our energy doing something else. It's basically like having a job, right? And we have nothing left to even hear what it is that we're feeling called to create. And I think that so much of my work is in, first of all, helping people see what it is that they are here to create, which by the way, I have a, a new offer for this, um, which is called the Transcendent Vision One-on-One. And um, you'll hear about that a little bit later in the episode. I think the other piece of it is helping people see where to find the path. If the path is not in the rule book, then where is the path? And I think that that's what I do in the training camp and Transcender Dichotomy training camp. Helping people be brave enough to do the work to unlearn the conditioning that keeps us uh, following the rules. And be brave enough to create their own way. I think that that's a lot of what I do. And I think the other piece of what I do is when I talk about, you know, from day one, right? Like I have always had, it's all fucking making sense, you guys, by the way. And the other episode that I had planned to go out, it was like a business update. And I was going to speak to the fact that I can now look back on everything that I have done in my business from day one. And I know why I did all of it. Like, not that I, um, it certainly wasn't linear, but I can see how all of the pieces fit, right? And I can see why I was drawn to different things at different times, even the systems and op stuff. And the reason why I was doing that process improvement and operational work is because for many people who find themselves at a point in their business where things are finally working financially, money-wise, they end up on the back burner and they can no longer uh, follow this creative sort of path because all of their time is wrapped up in just trying to move the business forward. And if you're at that place, there is some combination of something going on. Some of it is you probably doing things that you 
don't even necessarily want to be doing, but that are, quote, working. And so you're keeping them on the table, even though they're just depleting your energy and not giving you anything back and not moving you closer to your vision. Some of it is probably you not asking for help. Some of it probably is systems and ops and process improvement work. Right. And so but the the point of it is that, like, if you can't free up your energy to be in the creative process, then I don't think that you can really do what those of us who listen to you who listen to listens to this podcast and cares what I have to say. (laughs) I don't think you can do what we're here to do. If all of your energy is being leaked into just trying to logistically make something run and you have nothing left. A lot of amazing writers uh, and artists speak to having to create an environment for yourself where you can actually be fully in the creative process. I think that's what my work is. I think that that's what this is. this all is. And it looks different at whatever stage you're in. And, you know, it's interesting because I think that <laughs> as I was thinking about this, I was like, wait, am I a coach for creatives? I'm like, no, because we don't fucking know what creatives means. The word creative, like you listening to this podcast right now, if you are telling yourself that you're not a creative person, that's exactly why, like, (laughs) that's exactly why I will never uh, talk about being a coach for creatives because I think that the way that we draw the line between being creative and not being creative or being like an artist and being an entrepreneur is part of the problem. And I think that every single one of us has something greater um, that we are feeling called to create. And if you're on a pursuit to create it, then maybe you're maybe that's what makes you creative. Right. In at least in the way that I'm looking at the word. So. If you're listening to this and you are just feeling like you don't fit in entrepreneurship, you don't fit in the business space because you just can't get yourself to just do the things the right fucking way. You can't get that inner fucking nagging voice to go away and let you just do it the right way so that things can just be easy. Or why do you make it so hard on yourself? Like I think about this all the time. Why do I make this so fucking hard on myself? I create these impossible circumstances. And it's like, it's not that. It's actually just that I am zeroing in closer and closer on what I'm really here to do. And I know when it's wrong. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody else, but it certainly does to me. And sometimes it feels like I'm just making the circumstances so hard on myself, like it can never be right. But I but I actually think that and sometimes I'm doing that right. And other times I can discern between that versus me just knowing that something just isn't for me. And that's not it, you know, and I've got to pivot again. And, you know, the gurus can call it shiny ball syndrome if they want to, but I'm going to tell you something. Every single pivot that I made, every single move that I made that looked like maybe sporadic and at the time felt like it made no sense, it is all fucking making sense now. And I think the reason why was because I was always following this overarching vision of feeling like I was here to help people find the 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 freedom to create whatever it is that they're here to create through entrepreneurship 
every single step of the way, that's, that's ultimately what it came back to. And so nothing that I did was ever lost. It all makes sense now, like all the pieces come together. So if you feel like it's not making sense and you're just bouncing around like a maniac, I mean, there's a chance that you are, but like, what is it that's pulling you in all of those directions? If what's pulling you there is something that someone told you to do, then fuck that. But if what's pulling you there is something that you're feeling called to do, then here's me giving you permission to just fucking try it and see what happens. Because you really never know. Let me tell you about the Transcendent Vision one-on-one, actually, which I wasn't planning on doing um, in this episode. But since we are (laughs) just winging it today, um, I'm actually about to, I'm working on the the page for it right now, but um, you can certainly schedule a call with me if you want to see if this is right for you. But I am currently working on an offer, which is a three-part coaching package. So we meet three times for, I believe it's going to be 90 minutes, three calls for 90 minutes. And I have a gift for, and I'm realizing this, that like my gift, my, the thing that I can do, I think unlike anybody else and anybody who has ever worked with me in my jobs before, uh, before I started my business can definitely attest to this. And I think that many people who have coached with me, you can all attest to this too, but this is something that has been a gift of mine since I was very young is like, if you present me with what seems like a totally chaotic situation that seems to make no sense, I can totally see how it makes sense. And I can take what was chaos and turn it into like clarity, confidence, um, direction and calm, like nobody's fucking business. I'm really fucking good at that. And what I oftentimes find trips up many of the people that I work with is making sense of this vision that they have and not understanding how it fits. How does what I want to do fit with the way that business actually works? How is this going to work? What am I here to do? Who am I here to do it for? And I have this big vision for what I want to create, but right now I'm not I can't create all of that right now. So where do I start and how does that fit in, right? Oftentimes, one of the things that trips us up is we have this huge vision and then it's like, well, how do I even start to create that? And what you have to do is you you just start with like one offer that you can put out right now to just get yourself going. And through that, you're going to make connections with people and you're going to learn what people really need. But what can be really difficult is seeing how that one offer that you're putting out there right now fits into that larger vision. But if you're speaking to your larger vision and if you're keeping that that larger vision as your guiding force the whole time, then you can introduce new offers along the way and it, and it still makes sense. So the transcendent vision one-on-one is all about us getting together and um, me seeing for you and then kind of handing back to you what this vision is, including what is it that you do? Who do you do it for? How can you do it in a way that uh, honors who you really are? How does what you're currently considering like a disqualifier or the thing that makes you not qualified to do it, how can you actually use that to make your, to, to position yourself in a way that is actually really unique and could actually be your strength? And like, where do you start? 
So I'm currently taking, um, or I'm, I'm currently accepting uh, calls to talk to people to see if they're right for that offer. There's gonna be more information coming out about it shortly, but I feel like there's no point in waiting for a sales page. I would love to talk to you about that. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did enjoy the episode, um, the best way that you can support the show is to share this with someone who you know needs to hear it. And um, maybe take a screenshot of it, share it on Instagram, tag me. Let me know what you thought. And if you're not already subscribed, make sure that you subscribe. And if you haven't left me a rating or a review on um, Apple Podcasts yet, that makes a really big difference. Um, I love you. And I have some amazing interviews coming up that I can't wait to bring to you. And uh, we'll talk to you in the next episode. Transcend Your Dichotomy is a one-woman show by me, Brooke Monahan. If you want to support me in the show, the best way to do that is to subscribe, leave a rating and a review, and share with someone who you know needs to hear it. To take the free Circumventing Should DIY workshop and start getting my newsletter where I drop all of my best work, go to brooke-monahan.com. That's M-O-N-A-G-H-A-N. Love y'all. See you next week.